This is Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia, a congregation full of life and love with a legacy of outreach ministries. Everybody's invited to church in person Sunday at 10 a.m. and online at mountpleasantatl.org. And now, the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta. public and and really visible but worship is in the quietness a secret closet i wish they had a witness in here <laughs> amen that you can express what you really feel amen say what you really want to say because too many churches we got church talk amen but when you can be free don't care how many verbs you mess up and amen. <laughs> how many periods you run over and commas is not even there. Amen. Don't care how the subject and the noun does not even match, but he knows. Yes, he does. I want to call your attention today to the book of Luke, if you will. Amen. The book of St. Luke today and that fourth chapter, if you will, if you can find that fourth chapter of Luke. Amen, 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 amen. Find that fourth chapter of Luke. And I want you to look with me there at, amen, verse 16 of the fourth chapter of St. Luke. And these are the words that you will find. Verse 16 said, And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty, amen, that which, amen, are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and gave it again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all of them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them this day, is this scripture fulfilled in your ears? And all bear him witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of the mouth. And they said, is not this Joseph's son? You may be seated. I've read in your hearing the, out of the fourth chapter of St. Luke. Amen. Verse 16 through verse 22, we ask God to add other blessings to the reading the hearers, but again, especially to the doers of his word. I want today that you will look at the person next to you, if you can, if you will, or either in front or behind you, and repeat these words after me. With a loud voice, tell them, say, a word from the Lord. Tell them a little loud, say, a word from the Lord. That's what I want to talk about today. Amen. A word from the Lord. Kishan, could you give me a little more volume on these monitors? Amen. 
a word from the Lord. As the deacon was leading us in devotion and singing, one song that Deacon Laster raised was, you ought to read God's letter. In other words, he was saying you ought to read God's word. Today, this text, amen, gives us a word from the Lord. Not only in this fourth chapter, but leading up to the fourth chapter of St. Luke. There are some people that are talking, not only in this book, some recorded differently in Matthew, amen, Mark, or even John. But Luke gives us this account. He gives us this account, and it's based on the genealogy of, uh, of Jesus' father, earthly father, shall I say, because Jesus had an earthly father by the name of Joseph. But his heavenly father was God, the father. Did you miss me that time? In other words, so he gives us a genealogy about Joseph and bring it all the way, take it all the way back to the prophets. Now, in Matthew, you, you'll see the genealogy on Mary's side, not Joseph's side, okay? That's why they're going to differ. But anyway, I want you to know that Luke is talking and he's sharing with us, amen, the things that is going on. Early in this same book, he talks about John the Baptist baptizing in the wilderness. In doing so, John the Baptist just declared that he was a voice that was crying in the wilderness. He didn't say I was a bishop voice. He didn't say I was an apostle voice. He just said, I am the voice voice crying out in the wilderness what was he what was the voice crying the crying of the voice was repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand i want you to know today amen that while 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 john is in prison and before going into shall i say uh before going into prison and before baptism john was that voice that was crying out in the wilderness. Well, they heard John's voice, and there were those that was in town had heard about this man that was eating, amen, uh, eating honey and wild locusts and uh, wearing camel hair as clothes. They was concerned about his mentality. There was he, amen, uh, a little off or elevated and go all the way up. The boat wasn't tight to... Uh, I, I, they wanted to know was anything really wrong with him and when he got there they asked him a question about whose authority that you are here in this place preaching and he told them he said well I'm here on an assignment but the one that is really coming after me I am John the Baptist I am that voice to making the pathway straight for him who will come after me, I am not even worthy to unlatch his sandals. He wanted to know that there will be coming one mightier than I. Amen. Stronger than I. More knowledgeable than I. But I want you to know I am just here, amen, as the forerunner. Well, John went on and did what John did, and one day, while John was baptizing, here come Jesus. And when John looked up 
and saw Jesus on his way, he said these words, Behold, the Lamb of God, who cometh to take away the sins of the world. That means you were included. I was included. We are included. Why? Because he loves us so much so that he came to take away the sins of the world. Well, my brothers and sisters, that was a place to shout, but you missed it. Because you got to understand you would not be who you are had it not been for Jesus on our side. Well, the Bible declared that as Jesus, amen, commanded John to baptize him, John had a refusal spirit because he did not really understand that scripture would be fulfilled. It had already been a man prophesied that Jesus by John would be baptized. And so John didn't want to do it because he felt inferior to Jesus. But he didn't understand the will of God and the plan of God. And when you're included in God's plan, you ought to have a spirit of discipline and obedience just to do the will of God. My brothers and sisters, so John baptized Jesus. Amen. I want you to know as holy as Jesus is and as he was, I want you to know right here that it wasn't what the water was going to do to Jesus. It was what Jesus was going to do to the water. I wish I had a witness in here. I'm going to say it again. It wasn't what the water was going to do for Jesus. It was what Jesus was going to do to the water. So when I go into the water and you go into the water, I wish they had me some help up in here. You ought to have a mind to remember what Jesus did when he went in the water. Let me tell you, holiness went in there. Righteousness went in there. Joy went in there. Love went in there. Peace went in there. I wish they had me some help here. I just want you to know, amen, it, it, it's never what we can do for him as much as it is what he can do for us. Kind of get a witness in here. So the Bible declared that immediately after Jesus had come up from baptism, that there was a mighty voice that spoke from heaven. The voice said, amen, this is my beloved son. Hear ye him. And in him I am well pleased. Come on, talk to me, somebody. Notice the Bible says we, when he came up out of the baptism water, amen, God the Father spoke and said, this is my beloved son and whom I am well pleased. We've heard what John was talking. We heard, amen, where well, well, God the Father was talking. But then here it is again. Here in this text today, you find that it's the, the, the Holy Spirit drove Jesus out in the wilderness. I wish I had some help in there. If y'all would read the Bible, you'd know where I am. And so here it is. The Bible says he drove them out 
into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Now, if the son of God will be tempted by the devil, what about you and I? What, what, what about us that's up in here that's looking all churchy? Looking all sanctimonious and happy and jovial and, 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 and like we got the whole world in our hands. But I want you to know, my brothers and sisters, it's just good for us to really be here. Since we're here, we're here on an assignment. That assignment is that when Jesus was driven there in the wilderness to be tempted by the devil... This is what the Bible says, that Jesus had been fasting 40 days. He now was a hungry, and he was a bit weak. The Bible said that Satan showed up, the devil showed up, and looked at him and said, Amen. Uh, if thou be the Son of God, why don't you command that these stones be made into bread? And I'm so glad that we serve a God who is omniscient, knows the, 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 the ending before the beginning, know our intent even before we ask. The Bible said that Jesus, amen, responded this way and said, man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. That brings me to our text today, amen, a word from the Lord. Amen. What do you mean a word from the Lord? You got to understand, amen, you cannot talk really without words. And I know some people say actions speak louder than words. Well, they may speak louder than your word, but they don't speak louder than his word. Come on, talk to me, somebody. He said his word should not go out and return unto him void. Whatever he purposed for it to do, it will do it. Satan thought he had Jesus, amen, trapped by him being hungry on that occasion. Jesus said to him here in this text today, he says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Well, my brothers and sisters, so the Bible says the devil didn't stop right there. He began, amen, to put a little pressure on Jesus to drive him not only there being hungry and there being somewhat thirsty and weak, but to drive him even further, amen, with temptation. That if I didn't get you with the bread, I'll get you with something else. But what the devil didn't understand that Jesus had already told him right here in the first ordeal, he said, it is written. I want to tell y'all, Mount Pleasant, if you are going to fight anybody, amen, you got to fight with the word of God. You cannot be fighting with knives. I wish I had a witness in there can be fighting with guns and cannot be fighting with rocks and stone in any kind of weapon. The Bible says that Jesus showed us how to fight. He showed us how to fight with his word. Why wouldn't we use his word? Because his word, it is sharper than any two-edged sword. 
The Bible says here that Jesus said to the devil, said, look here, I know who you are. And I know that you know who I am. But I got news for you that there is a God that sits high and look low. That knows all that we're dealing with today. So my brothers and sisters, the Bible said that Jesus, amen, uh, threw it right back on the devil. It did not sway Jesus. It did not weaken him. It did not make him any less than the son of God. Why? Because he was on a journey. He was on a mission that would bring glory to God and salvation to you and I. The Bible says here, then the devil took him up just a little higher there in the kingdom of the world. Then the Bible said that, amen, the devil said unto him, he said, uh, all this power, amen, will I give unto thee and the glory of them for that is delivered unto me and to whosoever I will give it to you. The devil doesn't mind, amen, uh, giving you what he can give you because he know what he give you won't last. He know, amen, that he's a liar. He's a deceitful, amen, master deceiver. He wants you to think that he is on your side because he'll do you a favor, but you need to know it won't last. You got to understand that, that the Jesus is still in the blessing business. The Bible declared that Jesus looked at Satan and said to him, Get thee hence behind me, for it is written, Thou shalt not worship a man, no other God, but worship God and God only. The devil wants you to be sitting in the pew while a man, the anointing is in Mount Pleasant. He wants you to be sitting there frowning, amen, with a nasty, bad, mean mug look, amen, that's going to cause somebody to be distracted. You got to understand that Satan don't want you to give Jesus any praise. He wants you to focus only on him. Oh, my brothers and sisters, it's a sad commentary to be here in a place we call prayer house, to be here in a place we call the church, and don't have a praise on your limb. With all of the shooting and fighting and problems in this world, every saint of God ought to be busy praying all the time. Because uh, the old folk were sad that prayer will change things. Not only will it change things, but it'll change people. That's why the old folk used to tell us, I'm going to pray for you, boy. Because right now you don't have no good sense. But I want you to know, grandmama prayed for me. She had us on their mind. They took the time and prayed for us. While we were not fit to live and wasn't even prepared to die, God, in his infinite wisdom and all of his power, began to work on our mind. Mind get on us when we were in the club and couldn't dance right because Jesus was talking to us. 
couldn't drink right because Jesus was talking to us. And I want you to know there is power from the word of God. If you don't believe me, he'll get all in your stuff. And what you said you were not going to do, you find yourself doing it. But can I get me a witness that Jesus is still on the main line? And if you need anything from him, you got to learn how to call him up and tell him just what you want. And I want you to know mountain is too high for him and no valley is too low. No river is too wide. I wish I had a praying church. <clears throat> I come to tell you his name is Jesus. But I need to ask y'all a question. Do you know him? And if you know him, you ought to make a noise in here. <clears throat> you ought to be able to clap your hand and sound out with the fruit of your lips <clears throat> to tell God thank you for watching over us last night. And then early this morning, he woke us up in due time. Had a little food on the table. Had some clothes hanging in the closet. Some shoes to put on our feet. Some money to put in our pocket. But I'm so glad that money came by my joy. And shoes can't buy my joy because when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all he done for me if somebody would pray right now I guarantee you I'll preach because I found that power is in the word of God can I get me a witness I got to slatch a crawl and cut across the field to let somebody know weeping may endure but for a night but lean over and tell your neighbor joy will come in the morning ain't God alright and I don't know about y'all but I come to tell you Jesus is on the main line. He carried him out a little further and said, Jesus, if you jump off of this mountain, the angels of God will swoop you up, lest you dash your feet up upon a stone. Can I get me a witness? Look what Jesus said. Man tonight, y'all ain't gonna hear me. Tempt the Lord thy God, and if you trust in him, lean not to your own understanding, but in all of your ways, acknowledge him. I feel like preaching up in Mount, amen, Mount Zion tonight. I feel like preaching. Y'all ain't gonna hear me to call on his name. Because can't nobody do me like Jesus. He'll walk with you. He'll talk with you. He'll put running 
on your feet and he'll put some clapping. I sit in your hand. Won't he do it? I said, won't he do it? Because I'm so glad that I love the Lord. He heard my cry and appeared my every wrong. Long as trouble may rise, I'm going to hail unto my God's throne. Hey, God, all right. Anybody remember up in here? They used to sing this song. We're climbing up Jacob's ladder. Every round goes a little bit higher. Hey, God, all right. So glad that the Lord is in the blessing business and Jesus, yes, he did. The Bible declared early Sunday morning that Jesus was so accustomed to going into the synagogue till he walked on up in there. And the Bible declared somebody needed to read and Jesus. Put his hands in there and say, I'll read the word. Ain't God all right? Well, I wish I had a witness. Anybody in here know anything about it? Jesus said, Well, you can tempt me if you want. You can try me if you please. You just don't know who you messing with. You're messing around with the lily in the valley, that bright and morning star. You're messing around with the rock of ages that are cleft from me. Let me hang myself in thee. Ain't God all right? You better be sure you ain't the whole and grips a solid rock. Ain't God all right? I wish I had a window. I feel pretty good. I wish there was somebody up in here would not mind giving God a praise. If he really been good to you, you ought to tell your neighbor, can't nobody do me like Jesus. He'll walk with me and he talk with me. I'm so glad he's all right. Do you know he's all right? I heard when Jesus said, I got power, I got power. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the gospel unto the poor. Say, yeah, say, yeah. He sent me to preach deliverance to the captive. Recovering sight uh, to the blinded eyes, uh, he set at liberty uh, them that are brood. Uh, I don't know about you, uh, but I need a word uh, from the Lord. I don't know about you, uh, anybody uh, need a word uh, from the Lord. Uh, can I close? Uh, can I get out of here? Uh, the Bible declares uh, one day. Uh, them disciples got on a ship with Jesus and Jesus said let us fall 
cross over to the other side. Hey, all right. The Bible said they got out there in the Galilee. A storm began to rage. Lightning began to flash. Thunder began to roar. I was ahead of winter. The Bible declared those disciples, they ran and got Jesus and said, Master, carry thou not that we perish. The Bible declared Jesus got up from the hinder part of the ship, looked over in the sea, looked over in the water, looked over, saw the wind, looked over, saw the lightning, looked over, saw the thunder, and said, peace, be still. Won't he do it? Won't he make a way out of no way? If you know him, say yeah. If he been good to you, say yeah. If he made a way, say yeah. Can I get a witness? And he all right. In the all right. What is his name? His name is Jesus. He's sweet. Yes, I know. Storm cloud may rise. Strong wind may blow. But I. Tell the world wherever I go, I found, I found, I found a savior. And he, sweet, I know, do you know him? And you all right, won't he put clapping? In your hand, won't he put running in your feet? If he been good, say yeah, say yeah, say yeah. A word, a word. From the Lord. You've been listening to the Mount on the Go podcast. If you've been enjoying the word, please consider donating to the Mount Pleasant ministry. We have various ways that you can give to the ministry to allow us to become better in our pursuit of delivering God's word to you. You can give via PayPal at mtpleasantatl.org. You can give via Zale, info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also give via Square and Giveify. For Giveify, just search for Mount Pleasant Baptist Church with our address, 17 Melvin Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, and you'll be in the right place. In addition to all these options, you're always welcome and invited to grab an envelope and have cash or checks sent to the church, whose address is again, 17 Melvin Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia. For questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to email us at info at mtpleasantatl.org. That's info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also visit our website, www.mountpleasantatl.org, 
to follow us on YouTube and Facebook for the video version of the podcast. Our services are live every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are more than welcome to visit the church in person every Sunday at the same time. Thank you so much for listening.